Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sisters Doing Life Together podcast, and I am your host, Dee Thompson. I want to share with you that I have been talking about having a podcast for over a year, and I want to thank you for tuning in to listen. Before going any further, I want to thank all of my friends and family who have encouraged me to push past my fears and begin this podcast discussing two topics that bring me joy, my faith and my friendships. So here's some background information about me. I'm a believer, a daughter, a sister, an aunt, and a friend. I was born and raised in sunny Florida. Our home was short on finances, but never on love and laughter. I didn't talk a lot as a kid, and if you know me now, you're probably thinking that's impossible to believe. After leaving, leaving Florida, I moved to Oklahoma and now live in South Carolina. If you are asking why someone would move from sunny Florida with beautiful beaches to Oklahoma, that is another episode. And in the words of Tabitha Brown, stay focused. I think I have a pretty good sense of humor. I love to laugh until I have to catch my breath. My friends say I'm caring. I hate injustice. I'm an advocate by nature and by profession. I like watching love stories, rainy weather, and I believe that people are important. Here's my why. I started this podcast because I want women to know and experience what I have over the past 20 plus years, the unconditional love and unwavering support of my sister friends. And since I like to talk, I thought these two desires could come together, and here I am. My desire for you as the listener is I hope you are tuning in because you believe in the power of sisterhood and connection and celebrating the women in your life. Or maybe you're listening and saying that you tried it, you were hurt, and you're unwilling to try again. And believe it or not, most of the listening audience, including myself, have all had a similar experience. But I want to share with you something that I hope will help you. If you are afraid or unwilling to trust again, I have settled in my heart that the beauty and benefits of community and sisterhood far outweigh the possibility of being hurt or disappointed. And had I not opened my heart after being hurt, I would have missed out on friendships with some of the most amazing, gifted, caring women, and you would not be listening to this podcast. So here's my first question to each of you listening. What relationship are you missing out on because of prior hurt or fear? My challenge to each of you is that you listen with your heart and spirit and not through the filter of your past disappointments and hurts. And my hope is that at the end of this episode, you will be convinced or at least thinking about how sisterhood is important to your spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being. Before I tell you how I personally define sisterhood, I want to ask you, what's your definition? And does your definition align with your actions? Webster defines sisterhood as the relationship between sisters, the feeling of kinship with and closeness to a group of women or all women, an association, a society or community of women linked by a common interest, religion or trade. Here's my definition. It is the relationship between women who have decided that they would love, support, pray for and encourage each other. Some are connected by birth, others by the heart, and they have made a commitment to be there through the different seasons of life. I call this my passionate pursuit of people. When I moved to Oklahoma, I was readily accepted and connected to other women of faith, so much so that when it was time to move to South Carolina, I had an expectation that my experience would be the same. But what I discovered is that it wouldn't be as easy as I had anticipated. And then there was what I will call the shift in my thinking. 
I was watching a television show one evening with Lisa Bevere was sharing her story of how it had been hard for her to connect in her past with other women of faith as well. And as she was talking to God about the difficulty she was experiencing, God gave her an answer. And this is what he said. He told her, become what you're looking for. Okay, pause for a moment. Listen to what I just said. Become what you're looking for. I didn't want to move from that too quickly. God was telling her that if she wanted to have a friend, she would have to be a friend. And oftentimes we want something, but we are not willing to be courageously vulnerable. Doesn't that sound like a particular passage of scripture? You know, like eight, Proverbs 18:24, a man who has friends must show himself friendly. So began my journey. That statement by God to Lisa changed my perspective. In the words of someone I know, I would have to go first. And this is what I did. I started extending invitations to women for group activities such as lunch and movies. I hosted a holiday drop-in, had an appreciation lunch for several of the women in leadership. But most importantly, I would just call or text to see how the women were doing because I wanted them to know how important they were. I had to model the behavior that I was looking for. Okay, you may be thinking, this is a lot of work. And to be honest with you, any good relationship takes work. And I'm not saying that this is every woman's template, but what I will say is that we should take, make the effort to be a friend to the women among us if we're going to call ourselves sisters. In case you're thinking then, what's in it for me? Well, if you remember, there were three things that I mentioned specifically that you can gain when we are part of a sisterhood. And let's go over those. I talked about you can gain spiritually. That means that you would have the benefit of walking out your faith with someone else, someone you can pray with, grow in the knowledge of Christ with, and when the storms of life come, someone to walk you through those difficult seasons of life. Then there's the benefit of being emotionally a part of a sisterhood. You know, when COVID-19 hit back in March of 2020 and the whole world went on temporary lockdown, there were weeks at a time that I didn't see anyone. To add to the effects of the shutdown, I was dealing with the grief of a personal loss that had happened less than a year before. I remember one morning waking up thinking, I must get out of this house. So I called a friend and asked if I could go walking with her. And she said, sure, come on. And we did. As I was leaving her subdivision, I felt different. Social distancing doesn't mean isolation. We were created for community. Physically, there's something we can gain as well. I was reading a recent article that said that people who have friendships live longer and healthier lives. So if you were saying, well, you know, this being a sister thing is taking a lot of work and I don't see that I'm gaining anything from it. Well, if you put it in that perspective, you really are. You get to gain spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Let's talk about some examples in the Bible of women who were connected, friendships to say. The first is going to be Ruth and Naomi. You know, recently we had a conference and one of my friends did a study on the, on the relationship between Ruth and Naomi. And she asked the women at that conference, she said, do you have a Ruth? Do you have a Naomi? And at any given time, you can be either or, you know, we can go through a season of life where we feel like God has forsaken us and that we're, we feel like we've lost everything. And we say, change my name. You know, like Naomi said, I'm bitter. Or like Ruth, who had lost her husband and she didn't want to go back to her family. But in this particular text, in Ruth 1 and 16, you know, Naomi is telling her daughter-in-laws, um, Ruth and Orpha, that they can go back home to their family. 
and that was they were from Moabite and Orpha decided to go back but Ruth decided no she was going with Naomi and she says this to her mother-in-law don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you where you go I will go and where you stay I will stay your people will be my people and your God my God so if we're talking about relationships don't we all want someone to be there for us like that and sometimes we want to do want people to be there for us, but we're not willing to be there for them. If we want to be the friend who receives the friendships that we're asking for, we're going to have to go first. We're going to first have to show ourselves friendly. And sure, it can be scary when we've had disappointments, even in the community of faith. But it is so worth it. I promise you it is. And then there's Mary and Elizabeth. You know, in Luke chapter 1, verse 41 Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting and the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, I remember hearing a sermon about this particular passage of scripture years ago and the minister made reference to that we all need to have somebody in our life who makes our baby leap. And he wasn't talking about physically being pregnant, but being pregnant with dreams and visions. Don't we all want someone around us who caused us to say, like, don't give up on your dreams. Keep pursuing those things that are in your heart, reminding you that you can do it and they will be there to support you. And the reason that I know that to be true is that I have those friends in my life right now. And I have for a number of years. You know, one of the things that I often say about my friends, and I mean it from the depth of my heart, I have the most amazing friends and I want you to have those kind of relationships as well. You don't have to have an, you know, a large circle, but have someone in your life that you can talk to, be yourself with, that you can just be who you are, that you know that they're there for you and they have your back. These two women, or you know, Elizabeth and Mary, and then we have Ruth and Naomi. These women were examples of what they can do when you have relationships that are combined and that united in their belief and where they're going. But here's another thing. We can be examples as well. We don't have to keep looking to others as examples. It's great to have examples, but what if we decided that we were going to be the examples starting in 2022? the first month of the year, you and whatever other sister, like even though you may already have this extensive community of friends, and what about just one more friend that you decided to add to your circle this year? You know, she may be the young woman or older woman who is looking for somebody to connect with her like I was, just looking for someone to say, you know what, you matter, that you're my sister. And I don't just want to say that by name, but I want to do say that because I believe it and I'm going to treat you as such. During our last conference, I used the word, um, the acronym that I wanted to share with you in terms of what are we bringing to our sister friendship? Oftentimes they're looking like, what can somebody bring to us? But let's just change our mindset on that. So I use the acronym VALUE. V been for vulnerability. When we show up in our relationships, are we honest? Are we hiding? Are we available? That's what the A is for. You know, it may not be convenient for us. It may not be doing nine to five hours. It may be in the middle of the night that you just need somebody to talk with you or pray with you. Are you loving? And do you love people the way that they need to be loved or the way you've decided they should be loved? Are you understanding? Are you listening to hear what people have to say, what's on their heart? Are you telling them how they should feel or telling them that they're wrong about the way that they're feeling? And are you encouraging? 
Do you listen to tell people like, you know what, you got this, I'm with you, I know you can do it, reminding them of who they are. As women, we see and hear the stereotypes all the time about how we interact with each other. Reality shows show those stereotypes, but I say we can change the narrative. We don't have to and should not be gossipers, competitive, or selfish. But on the contrary, we should be pursuing God's standard for being patient, forgiving, praying, defending, and sacrificing. After all, isn't that what God does for us continually? I was listening to a song by Tom G Todd Galbert, and here's what the se several verses say. It says, Fill my life till all they see is you, Lord. Glorify your name. Fill my heart till all they see is you, Lord. Glorify your name. If our desire for others is to see him in us, then we have to be willing to be in proximity, both relationally and physically. So this is what I want to close with. I want to say that as I was preparing for this um, episode, I began to think about this beautiful friendship journey that I've been on. It has been amazing. And I am so thankful to God for the women that he's placed in my life. What started with specific instructions of become what you're looking for led to the building connection with other women, which eventually led to a group of 10 or less women starting a group me chat in October 2017. And out of that group me chat, it led to three virtual women's conferences beginning in October 2020. Yes, you heard it. In the middle of the pandemic, we had a, a first virtual women's conference. And I can say that this journey will not be the same for every woman, but this is what I will say. That if you can't receive this beautiful gift, if you've closed your heart to receiving, you will not get to experience the wonders of friendship. It is something that will forever change your life, but you have to be willing and open to do it. You have to be willing to be a friend. You have to be willing to go first. You have to be willing to open up your heart, even if you've been hurt. Try again. And I'm not saying that you're careless with your heart, that you don't pay attention to the signs when people are not good for you. But when we close off everyone, we take the risk and the possibility of allowing someone to enter into our life who can be such a blessing to our lives. So that's what I wanted to leave with you. This podcast was just to introduce you to what we're going to talk about each and every episode about the beauty of friendship and faith and how those intersect. I'm going to have conversations with women that I know who have walked with me through difficult seasons of life and have been friends for me. And I pray that I've been just a good friend for them. But they're going to talk about their personal life experiences and what friendship has done for them in the very difficult seasons of life, but also when they've had victories in their life. We're going to talk about everyday life. It may be some difficult conversations, but the end result is, is that we don't have to do life by ourselves. We can be sisters doing life together. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to you being in a part of another um, episode. Thank you.